I'm WSB's Mark Aram. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center is on alert. With immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, traffic red alerts, from Cobb to Cherokee, Carroll to Gwinnett, Fulton to Forsyth, and all the rest. All the rest. WSB. WSB. Depend on it. Okay, everybody, let's call it six or seven minutes after the hour. It really doesn't matter because I'm on the air and time now is going to be going rather fast. Neil Bortz here, and if you have this odd look on your face, Neil Bortz, well, it sounds familiar. No, I'm the guy that did talk radio from about 1970 until 2013. Yep, you're right, 43 years. And during that time... 11 presidential elections. And trust me, I've seen some really odd presidential elections. Well, here's a little anecdote. Jimmy Carter. When Jimmy Carter was running for president, well, we in Georgia were sort of incredulous about that. What? Really? Seriously? Jimmy Carter is running for president? So I was doing a radio show one time during that... uh, during that election, and I had a psychic on the air. Psychics were big crutches back then for a talk show host. And I asked the psychic, will Jimmy Carter ever be president of the United States? And that psychic looked me in the eye and he said, it will snow in Nassau before Jimmy Carter ever becomes president of the United States. Jimmy Carter was sworn in on January the 20th, 1915. 77. Now, go on your computer. Ask Google, has it ever snowed in Nassau? It snowed in Nassau on January the 19th, 1977, the day before Jimmy Carter became president of the United States. Now, that still, to this day, is the most bizarre thing that has ever happened in any presidential election since I have been doing talk radio. I've been through quite a lot of them, maybe even more than Jamie Dupree. You never know. So what makes this election stand out? And there's been a lot of bizarre things. The recount debacle down there in Florida in the year 2000. I mean, people know. People remember that the Supreme Court stopped the... I don't know, the third recount, whatever it was. And George Bush was named the president. A lot of people don't remember why the Supreme Court stopped or more accurately refused to allow that recount to proceed. And it was because Al Gore was demanding that only those areas of Florida where he showed strongly be recounted. And the Supreme Court said, if you're going to recount, you're going to recount them all. Every precinct, Al Gore threw in the towel. George Bush became president. But this year is the most odd. I think it was the most succinct statement about this election was made by a very, very bright man. In fact, he was the man that performed one of the surgeries on the Queen earlier this summer 
after her little brain incident. We were having dinner, and he was thankful for the chance to talk about something other than brain surgery. So he said, you know, what really bothers me is that back at the beginning of this country, when we had five or six million Americans, we came up with presidential candidates like Thomas Jefferson, like John Adams. Today, we have 340 million people in this country, and we come up with presidential candidates like Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Now think about that, folks. 340 million people in this country, 340 million people to choose from. Okay, yeah, not all of them are eligible to be president, but not all of the five or six million back in the days of Jefferson and Adams, they weren't all qualified to be president either. And we come up with Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump? Is there a clearer indication out there as to how deep in the pudding this country is right now, Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Dealing first with Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton elected president and sworn in in 1993. He proudly announces that he is going to hand over to his lovely wife, Hillary, the responsibility for overhauling the American health care system. And she comes up with something that we all called Hillary Care. I went to the federal printing office in Atlanta and bought the book. I bought the book that contained that legislation and all the supplementary materials. I read it from beginning to end. Guess what? Guess, guess how bad Hillary Care was, folks. She set up some convoluted federal monstrosity that would handle all of everybody's health care. And if you, if you as a private citizen decided you didn't like her plan and you wanted to reach into your own pocket, pull out your own money and go find a doctor who was willing to treat you and pay him, with your money, both you and that doctor would be guilty of a crime and subject to imprisonment for going outside of Hillary Clinton's health care plan. Obviously, it did not pass. It was basically laughed out of Congress. But this woman now is the Democrat candidate. This woman that said that she landed under sniper fire in Bosnia. She didn't. The video later showed a little girl walking up to her and giving her a bouquet of flowers. Sniper fire? Maybe hidden in the flowers. The woman that looked the mother of one of the Benghazi victims in the eye, in the eye, and said this was all because of that video when she had already told her own daughter, yep, it was terrorist. This woman is the Democrat candidate? Really? The woman who under oath said the Rose Law Firm billing records? Well, I don't have any idea where they are for two years. She denied knowing where they are. And where were they found? In her private living quarters of the White House after two years. And what was all over them? Her fingerprints and her handwriting. And what did those Rose Law Firm billing records show? That she did some of the legal work for the Rose Law Firm on the Whitewater debacle that cost the taxpayers of this country, if my memory serves me, about $14 million. 
a fraud, a scheme, and she was right in the middle of it. And then on the other side, Donald Trump? Really? This guy would go out there and build these massive projects and workmen, carpenters, plumbers, drywall uh, installers, electricians, they would go out and do all of this work for Trump on these buildings, then he wouldn't pay them. And then finally, he'd declare bankruptcy, and they never got paid. And he says, oh, it's just business. This guy that sings the praises of eminent domain. Yeah, absolutely. If there's a piece of property out there that I could build something on that would generate more tax revenue than what's on it right now, the government should take it and let me have it so that I could build something new and better. And whoever's living there, let them take whatever money they get and go find another place to live. That Donald Trump. Yeah. The grab them by their schnauzer. Yep. That Donald Trump. He's the Republican candidate. The man of 10,000 lawsuits, God knows how many bankruptcies. The man whose favorite phrase is, they shouldn't be allowed. Yes, in Donald Trump's America, there are many, many things that people should not be allowed to say. Many, many things that people should not be allowed to do. And if they say those things or do those things, why he's ready at the drop of a hairpiece to file a lawsuit against him. That Donald Trump? You know, I have a... I have a podcast out there. Thousands of subscribers makes me very happy. Did I say subscribers? Yeah, it costs $4.99 a month. That means that for every 35 to 45 minute podcast that I load that you can listen to, it's going to cost you about a quarter. But people never cancel. I'm going to give you the address in a second. Get out of get out a pencil, piece of paper. I'd love to have you there so that I could harangue you like this five or six times a week. At any rate, I've expressed this on my podcast before. Uh, I haven't done it any of the times I've substituted for Herman, but here's a scenario I want you to consider. I'm not saying that this is the way it happened. I just honestly think this could be the way it happened. Okay, Hillary Clinton was going to be the Democrat nominee. There is no way the Democrat Party was going to nominate anybody other than Hillary Clinton to be their candidate. She had earned it, and she was the wife of Bill Clinton, and it was time for a woman president, now that we've already been through our first black president. And what a freaking disaster that was. So it was time for a woman. She was going to be the nominee. And the Democrats knew that she was a liar. They knew that she was horribly unpopular. They knew she was a horrible candidate. They knew that she was completely unlikable. Dogs don't even like Hillary Clinton. Never seen her with a dog? Let me, let me try to speed this up so I don't run out of time for this segment. But here's the deal. Wall Street, knowing that Hillary Clinton was going to be president, donated millions into her Clinton Foundation and millions more into the Clinton Global Initiative. We all know and understand now that those are just giant pay-to-play schemes. We've seen that from these emails. Oh, it's the Russians' fault. It's the Russians' fault. And Wall Street is investing, and they pay her and her husband millions of dollars in the aggregate to make speeches. So they have all of this money invested in Hillary Clinton, and the investments 
aren't worth pig squeeze if she is not elected president. She has to be elected president or all of this money, all of this pay-to-play money, the foundation money, the Clinton Global Initiative money, the speech money, it's all been wasted. She's got to be elected. And she's so unpopular and so unsavory. How are we going to find a Republican candidate that can beat her? And they did. Under this theory, they found Donald Trump, a lifelong big government Democrat. A lifelong Democrat. Big government Democrat. And they tell him to get out there and hit these core issues. We're going to do something about those illegal Mexicans. We're going to build a wall. None of which can really happen, but the voters don't understand that. They swarm to Donald Trump. The viable candidates are pushed out of the way, and the way is cleared for Hillary Clinton. Just think about it, folks. Think about it. Could that scenario be true? Could Donald Trump be a giant fraud, a setup from the Democrats to keep the good, viable candidates out of the picture and clear the way for their hideously, hideously unpopular Hillary Clinton. Sure does answer a lot of questions, doesn't it? Okay, folks, Neil Bortz on your radio thing. Hold on. I'll be back in just a few minutes. Okay, everybody, welcome back. Just a couple of minutes, and we'll be into the news at the bottom of the hour. You remember or you know what happened to uh, Donna Brazil, the interim chair of the Democrat National Committee, what happened to her over the last few days. She was a CNN contributor. And as a CNN contributor, I don't know if they pay them the same way Fox News does, Minimum of about $50,000 a year, maybe up to $100,000 a year. She's no longer there. Why? Well, the leaked emails, and of course it's all Russia's fault. The leaked emails made it plain that some people, including Roland S. Martin, that some people out there fed her some questions for the CNN debate. And she then fed those questions to Hillary Clinton's campaign. Uh Uh-oh, not good. So CNN said, you know what? You need to resign or we're going to have to fire you. So she resigned. Okay, real quick. You're going to hear a tape here of a show on CNN where they're talking about her being essentially canned. And there's this one guy defending Donna Brazil, defending the Hillary Clinton camp. You'll hear him keep saying, she resigned. She resigned. She resigned. What a phony. Brooke Baldwin is the host. Listen to this. She was fired by CNN and they said her activities You're going to keep saying it three times. You can say it three times and I'm going to say three times. She resigned on her. Just listen, Matt. She resigned on her own. That is the fact. So do not spread lies about someone's hey, personal Hey, Brooke, can you help uh, me out here? I'm not lying. They conducted themselves. I'm not lying. There she was, resigned. She, I'm not lying. 
there was there was some sort of termination. I wasn't obviously was. that is way way higher than than my right. pay grade, Matt. Exactly. Um, you know, so that's somebody so, else's So I really business. can't address it. So why don't you but, leave but that? But I'm not lying. Did not help her out. She's no, the one no who one lied when she, she said she didn't leak the question. She lied when she leaked the question she to the resigned. Hillary campaign. She's not running for office, that Matt. Okay. Over the this is the problem how, with you How guys. is this helping America figure out who they, who they should vote for? She resigned on her own? Are you kidding me? I mean, the facts are plain. Read it in the news. I mean, it's been reported pretty much everywhere. Donna Brazil was forced to resign because she was receiving answers from various people, or questions rather, and feeding them to Hillary Clinton. It's just the same with Hillary Clinton. Every time you turn around, corruption lies, dishonesty, corruption lies, dishonesty. On that note, we'll be back in a few minutes. I'm WSB's Clark Howard. From Cobb to Cherokee. Carol to Gwinnett. Fulton to Forsyth. All of Metro 11. You'll get severe weather. A traffic riddler. Breaking news. Breaking news immediately. Accurate. From the WSB 24-hour Breaking News Center. WSB. Depend on it. Okay, welcome back, everybody. More of, well, I can't call it the Neil Bort Show. I can just say more of Neil Bort's. Just consider, if you would, consider this. One week from today, you're going to know who the next president of the United States is going to be. My bet, it's going to be Hillary Clinton. And one week from today, you're going to hear Donald Trump saying the election was rigged. Now, the vote is not going to be that close. There is definitely voter fraud out there. No question about it. It's happening in almost every state in the union. The NAACP in North Carolina is beside itself. Just terribly, terribly upset because North Carolina is purging its voter rolls of dead people. Now... There is a huge problem with voter fraud. We have illegal aliens that are voting. We have non-citizens that are voting. We have dead people that are voting. We have people who vote twice in elections. They vote by absentee ballot in one state and in person in another state. And yes, they're registered in both states. It's going on everywhere, including my home state of Florida. The situation is, though, it is not yet bad enough that we can say it's swinging an election. Now, there, there are elections that have been determined on this basis. Al Franken, for instance, became a U.S. senator from Minnesota, I believe. I believe on the basis of or on the backs of people voting for him who were not legally eligible to vote. There's been other questionable cases. This isn't exactly voter fraud. It's candidate fraud. When the congresswoman, now known as Loretta Sanchez, first tried to run under her Anglo name, failed and changed it to a Hispanic name and succeeded. Well, that's kind of fraudulent. But Donald Trump, a week from the day, is going to be screaming rigged election. A lot of people are going to realize that the vote spread was so great that whatever rigging and fraud they did was not enough. But 
the situation with voter fraud is going to have to be addressed or people in this country are going to lose confidence in the ballot box. And we're in deep trouble when that happens. We have to recognize that almost all voter fraud benefits Democrats. Almost all of it. That is why Democrats are so hell-bent on blocking any procedure in any state that would curtail voter fraud. Picture IDs? Hell no. Prove your citizenship? No way. And every time the Democrats do this, what do they use? The blacks. This is going to disenfranchise black voters. So I think that's what you have to look forward to one week from the day. It's going to be a fascinating week, folks. The The Democrats really don't have anything new they can unload on Donald Trump. Whatever they have on Donald Trump is already out there. That's why they're touting this Machado Miss Universe girl again right now who porked her way out of the Miss Universe title. They're rehashing all of this stuff about, oh, Donald Trump doesn't have the uh, temperament, and oh, we don't want Donald Trump near the nuclear weapons, and well, you know the routine. The point to remember is there is nothing new that they're going to come up with on Donald Trump between now and the election. But most of us are waiting for the next shoe to drop on the dishonesty and the corruption of Hillary Clinton. A pathological liar, an evil, wicked, mean, and nasty woman. And you talk about getting desperate. Where is it going to go now? For instance, you're going to hear in the next couple of days a lot of people talking about Hillary Clinton knew about Anthony Weiner's sexting with that 15-year-old girl before it became public. You're going to hear people suggesting that that is indeed the fact. Are they going to be able to prove it? I don't know, but you're going to hear a lot about that. And the Democrats are going to come up with excuses. Well, we don't know that she was only 15. Who has proven that she... Ridiculous stuff like that. But the story, if I, uh, if what I suspect turns out to be true, is that Hillary Clinton knew that a teenage girl was in some degree of jeopardy at the hands of the husband of her most trusted aide, but she did nothing about it. Now, how she supposedly found out, don't know. Hillary Clinton is also out there, and I ask you, I ask you to imagine this. Hillary Clinton is out there telling women, specifically women, get out there and vote. Show everybody who we are. Now, I I just want you to imagine something, if you can. Imagine if Donald Trump addressed himself specifically to the men. Get out there and vote, guys. Hey, guys, you better get out there and vote. We need to show these women out there who we are. Who us men really... Yeah, that would work, wouldn't it? Could you imagine the hell that would be raised if Donald Trump specifically told men to get out there and vote to show everybody what sort of impact men have? Nope, that wouldn't be good. But 
Hillary Clinton can do it. She can tell the women to get out and vote and show everybody who these women really are. By the way, just uh, just as an aside, do you really buy into the fact that Huma Abedin did not realize that her emails were on her loving husband's computer? Really? Uh, seriously, folks, are you really buying that? And speaking of those emails, if you want a good laugh, if you want a good laugh, and I'm going to ask you to guess, guess the uh, university. A professor is saying that this really isn't about emails at all. This whole controversy with Hillary Clinton isn't about a private server, isn't about playing loose and easy with top secrets with national secrets about intelligence. It isn't about lying. It is about one thing, and that is men believe that women should not be able or allowed to communicate on the level that Hillary Clinton was communicating with other people in power. Women simply shouldn't be permitted to do this. To be on email, yeah, really. This professor said that's what this uh, that's what this is all about. That people are upset that Hillary Clinton was communicating at all, private server or not, but that she was communicating about top secret intelligence information about the United States. Okay, now, what university does this particular professor? work at, if you want to call whatever she does work. Yep, you guessed it. It's Berkeley, of course. Berkeley out there in California, which or where, by the way, so far as I know, they still have pox, people of color, standing on a specific bridge. I forget the name of the bridge. Briarly Bridge, something like that. I, I don't know. And forbidding white students to cross or forbidding them, proper verbiage, from crossing that bridge to go to their classes. They have to take another route the long way around. That bridge right now, or at least over the weekend, could only be used by students of color. And the administration lets them get away with this. My God, folks, what happens when these people get into the workforce, of, of, of course, they don't get into the workforce. Uh, they actually end up working at the university and poisoning more minds the way theirs have been poisoned. Now, one thing to watch, one thing to watch over the, uh, well, the six days now between listening to me and the vote is the state of North Carolina. That state is really a must-win for Hillary Clinton. I, I'm not good at this electoral map stuff. I don't know if that state is an absolute must-win for Donald Trump or not, but it is a must-win for Hillary Clinton. So watch the Democrats pouring everything they have into North Carolina. Okay? Uh, Biden. Biden. Kind of like the guy, really, after hearing his reaction to Anthony Weiner. Joe Biden was in North Carolina on Monday. Uh, Obama 
He's going to be there, well, he'll be there today, as a matter of fact, and again on Friday. Hillary Clinton is going to be there on Thursday. So between Hillary and uh, Obama, we have North Carolina covered Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Then Obama, of course, you know, they have to concentrate on making sure that Marco Rubio is not elected senator in Florida because he represents the future of the Republican Party, and it is a dangerous future insofar as Democrats are concerned. The man they believe must be destroyed and must be destroyed right now. So I say keep an eye on North Carolina, and that means keep an eye on the polls, too. But you hear all these people out, well, I don't believe the polls. What do you know about somebody that says, I don't believe the polls? You know that they or the candidate they support is losing in the polls. That's a certainty. You don't hear the candidates who are ahead in the polls or the people supporting them saying, well, I don't believe in polls. You don't hear it. That is, unless they're using reverse psychology and something else to be aware of. The cable news networks, and to some extent the broadcast networks, I guess, but the cable news networks have been loving the ratings they have been getting for the last year plus in this presidential election. They've been eating this stuff up. So to keep those ratings going until Election Day, to keep them going, they have to keep pushing this idea that, whoa, this is close. Whoa, Donald Trump could stage a come-behind, come-from-behind surge and could beat Hillary Clinton. Oh, the polls are tightening every single day. These cable news networks, and I'm talking, it'd be Fox News Channel, CNN, MSNBC, any of them, they will fudge these polls big time to convince you that this race is a lot closer than it is. Now, you know, I'm, I'm retired. What the hell do I care about my reputation? Uh, who knows when I'm going to be on the air for an hour again? It, it may not be for six months. I mean, we know it's not going to be substituting for Sean Hannity. That's for certain. But as uh, we near the end of this Special hour with yours truly. I, again, am going to make my prediction. In spite of all that you were hearing about the polls getting so close and Hillary Clinton falling and Donald Trump surging, in spite of all of this, I still believe that by 9.01 next Tuesday night, you will be ready to pack it in and go to bed with terror in your hearts over the news that Hillary Clinton is the president-elect of the United States. And you'll go to bed and say a prayer for our republic. I'll be back. Close things out in just a minute. Okay, welcome back. I just have about three minutes left, and part of that for a crass commercial announcement. Uh, But first of all, look, 
I've been addressing Republicans and independents for much of the hour, and it occurred to me. Well, somebody told me, hey, Bortz, don't you have some sort of a message for our wonderful Democrat listeners before you sign off? Well, yeah, as a matter of fact, I did come up with one. I want you to go back. I'll never forget this. And remember your 2012 Democrat convention. That's the one when your party was uncharacteristically honest with you and told you that you belong to the government. Now, the people that I have been talking to for most of this hour don't believe that. They're rather self-reliant. They actually think they belong to themselves, that they are sovereign human beings. But Democrats, oh, they love the idea, and they said so. I love belonging to the government. Everybody's got to belong to somebody, so I'm going to belong to the government. So just make sure, make sure that if you're early voting between now and next Tuesday or next Tuesday, you vote for the party of big government. Vote for the party of the federal government. Vote Democrat. These people own you. That's the least you can do for them. They'll take care of you. Now, here's the crass commercial announcement. It's for my Bortscast. I've been doing this for about two years now, and I'll be doing it a lot between now and Election Day with as much of the latest news as I can find. I'll give you the address so you can find it in a second, but yes, it's subscription. I shamelessly make money. It costs $4.99 a month. And if you get out there right now and you subscribe, you will have over 200 hours, over 200 hours of me to listen to, plus everything I do between now and the election next Tuesday. And guess what? For $4.99, you can listen to all of that if you want to, if you're that bored. And then after the election is over, cancel Five bucks, it's going to cost you a little over a penny a podcast, a penny a Bortscast. And I'd love to have you on board. The more, the merrier. And I say you can cancel. You can. But oddly enough, as I look at the records, nobody ever does. I guess they think they're getting value for their money. So here you go. ConnectPal.com. C-O-N-N-E-C-T-P-A-L.com slash Bortzcast. B-O-O-R-T-Z-C-A-S-T. Hope to see you on board soon. Thanks for listening. We'll be talking at you a lot. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.